0: A toast to musicians, both living and dead, the lords of music. We thank you. We thank you for this alcohol. We thank you for our guitars and our musical journey. Thank you very much. A toast to you all as well. Zach, what uh, musical icon would you like to toast to today? Before I say that,
1: what are you drinking? Yeah, no, it's a big straw, (laughs) dude.
0: (laughs) It is a coconut rum punch, basically. That one's good as hell. It is good as hell shot. Now I just feel bad about myself. Why?
1: Why would you ever feel bad <laughs> about me? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna give the shout out to Marty Friedman. Very I've been nice. listening to Megadeth lately. Some uh, early Megadeth. Prabhu, who are
0: you toasting?
2: Uh, David Gilmore. I was trying to write a solo recently. That's pretty inspired by david gilmore for that so
0: nice that's a good place for inspiration i will do kk downing from judas priest and to that guys thank you for being here this week a toast to you and to the lord's music all right so let's get down to it i know we want to talk about our practicing and our practice structure but i know um zach has some uh i know he has probably some sweet licks this week for us to, to teach us a thing or two. because um, we always come to him to learn. Is that how do you make a guitar bark? <laughs> Sorry, what? How do
1: you yeah, make a guitar, oh, yeah bark. guitar barks, yeah. This thing barks, dude.
0: No. The dude
1: sustain. On, sustain. Bark. <laughs> so we're looking at the key of B minor. And the lick. Is and so you can do that in, like, really a couple different positions. By
3: so if you were playing D minor. So. If you are...
1: Playing in the power chord position. So I guess this is the A minor position for D minor. So that's five on the A string. And if you make that, well, first of all, do you guys like know your pentatine shapes?
0: Yeah. Yes, I do, sir. You
1: know okay. Cool, 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 dope. Cool. So it walks up that basic pentatonic shape. You're gonna do five on the G string to seven, and but it's not a slide. It's and then six to eight, and then so six to eight
0: on the B string, right?
1: On the B string, yes, sir. Yep. So that's the hardest part. So five on the B string and you're gonna bend it up half. And then you're gonna So like kinda of as you pull it up. I don't really think about it in slow motion, but yeah, that was that was pretty good actually. So you bend and then you pretty much release as you kind of
3: and That's hit all it with
1: from the the index finger.
3: All yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> That's the right idea. you got the right idea. Yeah. So like,
1: <laughs> so like I kind of um, I kind of think of it. Like legato coming up, like I don't pick it all. I mean, you can't. Actually, I think if you hybrid pick, so I pick the first string and then I go with my middle finger, I think it makes it a lot more expressive
3: sound. You get, you get that snap. You know what I'm saying? Get that snap. <laughs>
2: it's like simple but very uh precise
0: so it's like it's very like it's very
1: technique oriented
0: Mm -hmm. there there was there was that um, it's it's the major lick that you i think you played where there's like very precise like uh taking care of the notes right is it that major lick that you play where you have to take... Can you play the major lick? I know, I think you normally play an in A major. Oh,
1: uh, was this from last week?
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: It's like being very precise and, and careful with, like... Just that, that specific... Just very precise and careful with your movements.
1: I think on top of that, like, a lot of it... Like, really, the sound of it comes from... The picking hand. Because if you just pick it all, like.
3: Versus, like.
1: And, like, same with the major like Just, like, picking it, like, with dynamics. Like, versus,
3: like.
1: Like, just kind of changes the feel of it. Entirely, I think.
0: Why'd you pick that riff this week? Is it something that you've been using a lot and you're playing? Where does it come from specifically?
1: Um, I actually, when you were playing that riff last week in D minor, I was just kind of like sitting in the back, just kind of jamming with it. And I was like, ah, that'd be a good lick to like play over it to show you guys. Next <laughs> but I also, um, I was playing the song Gold Dust Woman by Fleetwood Mac. Which I honestly I didn't even heard that song until like three weeks ago, but I was uh, I was playing it at um, a gig. I think it was last weekend. I was just kind of messing around with like harmonic minor and minor and uh melodic minor
3: Just like that kind
0: of thing. nice nice I mean, I really I really like the half-step bend. I really like the... Um, I, I'm a big fan of, like, using, like, the, the second in, like, in a scale. So, like, since you're playing in D minor, that, that, that note that you bend is the second. I really like the, the use of that because, um, especially that bend from the second to the third, it's a very subtle half-step bend that can be... I know I always have trouble with bends in general and hitting the right note. Um, I feel like... Somehow I kind of do the best with those sometimes, but it's very expressive in the way where it's, since it's such a uh, subtle shift instead of like a full bend. It's such a right. subtle shift that it really paints like that, that flavor in, in your riff. So I, I, I really dig this one. <laughs> Sweet.
1: Glad you like it.
3: Prabhu, any comments? No, it sucks um <laughs> let's hear it to
2: you
0: mr blues man
2: no i know i was just like uh what's funny is <laughs> to me of all the riffs that you've showed this is uh to me what i think i guess they approach it less bluesy with the because that thing that 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 part uh actually reminds me a lot of like indian classical music on the there's an instrument my grandma used to play called the vina, which is like the way they do vibrato i think we were talking about vibrato one of the episodes where we were talking about how like doing it as like the doorknob kind of thing versus like doing it like a uh like a violin like a, or like a, like the sliding kind of thing into it and yeah. it's like that, that 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 little like twitch motion almost or whatever it is it reminds me of like indian classical music so it's funny cuz i'm like oh that's not very bluesy to me it's like very uh Like classical or sad sounding or something.
0: (laughs) Well, I feel like a lot of times in music, you're not really using that that second a lot. And like a lot of like probably straightforward blues, you kind of stick to the. the, You don't wouldn't really go that 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 um note that second, and it just sounds like kind of. At times, can sound very, uh, very whack. It just doesn't. It's just like uh, you're painting it too, maybe too dark, maybe because because yeah. it comes from the natural minor. Because um, like uh, I feel like in a lot of blues, you you might use the tritone. You might use, you might. Uh, that would be like in D minor. That would be the the sixth in the scale. So like or in, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and that'd be what. We use that, that major sixth. Is that melodic or harmonic? Or technically it's both, right? Because <laughs> like melodic I mean, and harmonic... I mean both. Mo- I don't melodic know. That,
1: that's beyond me for music theory. <laughs> well, I, melodic I, I and know. harmonic both
0: raise the sixth or make it a major sixth. And then yes, one sorry. of them makes it all, makes also a major seventh in the scale. So that's just mm. oh, I know.
1: <laughs> I think it's harmonic. Harmonic minor has the major seventh. Okay. Okay. It's like uh, the
2: really important facts.
3: Yeah,
2: I think of it minutia more in terms of, like the. I think of some of the scales more in terms of like the guitars that use them, like uh, like Slash. I know I'm I for, I'm the first one to reference Slash on this show this time. That's like a new. Uh, I think that's a new best. But like th- that <laughs> one, that's like
3: <laughs>
2: like that one that. Like, I feel like that is very I don't know if it's melodic or harmonic I always confuse those two but I feel like that, like that November rain and like that part I feel like it's, <laughs>
3: it's really odd
2: to <laughs> sing it yeah. like a talk Oh I
0: know I don't know how, I know how to know play it I
2: know we
1: don't all know I know don't all know I
2: don't know it <laughs> I can play it very robotically, I guess. Like I can play it like a, a guitar pro MIDI file, but, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's a cool riff.
0: Yeah, it, make, it makes. Me, I like how you tied it back to the last episode, um, yeah. because I think it ties into like talking about like practice and stuff, um, and how one of the elements that like I practice. Um, I think I practice more when I when I'm like gigging and everything, um, is like improvising, and it seems like that really just came from like improvising. So I think we're gonna switch over to talking about practice. But first, I think you have a new guitar in your hands, Mister Haynes.
1: That's Paul standard. Thank you, by someone. Um, this is my literal first time playing it, and so far I like it. <laughs>
0: So, so tell us more about it. Like, how do you have, um, you have a, a cherry red Les Ball, right? Is that like the 490 pickups in it?
1: Yeah, I think it's 490s. Okay, and this then you is, have, and then I have the P90s like equivalent, like, they're the same. Like 50 standards, except for the pickups. I think. I think everything else is identical.
0: Okay. Okay. So the, the, <laughs> this is more similar to a gold top as far as feel. Is it? Is it just a standard like cutaway in the back? Is there a hand uh, notch no. or extra finishing or just standard no. neck and everything? Same old. Same old. Be awesome. You know, yeah. awesome binding again.
1: <laughs> I love it. Yeah. It's It's my first time holding this guitar, and I love it. I don't want to sell it, but... It looks so shiny. (laughs) You're just going to keep collecting. I know. (laughs) Look how shiny it is, though. I know. Like, at first, like, you know, it's really funny. Until I had that gold top in my hands, I was like, you know, Gibson Les Paul standards are awesome, but I don't know that I ever want to pay that much just for the glossy finish. But now that I'm looking at myself (laughs) holding the glossy finish, I'm like, (laughs) are you kidding me? Like... Like, I need another one of
2: these. We need to make a meme of you uh, at, like, Frodo when he's at the uh, Mount Doom and he's holding the, the Gibson Les Paul and he's like, cast it yeah. into the fire. And he's like, no, it's mine. <laughs> Zach trying to flip guitars.
0: <laughs> yeah. So for real, are you actually going to try to sell this one or, like, just picking it up now is probably yeah. going to stay with you forever?
1: No, I'm going to sell it. I can't afford to not sell it. <laughs> I, either I'm going to sell it or I'm going to lose all of my guitars because I won't be able to pay my mortgage. So, <laughs> so you know, I guess I'll sell it. <laughs> like
0: I, this, I feel like this is like really in the, in the um, name of the show. It's just like remember, we have so many conversations about like, oh, I want this <laughs> guitar. I want that guitar. And I feel like I think you do the most dangerous things Zach. you actually buy guitars to try to sell them. And like, I just know from my standpoint, I don't think I've ever I've bought guitars where I knew I might eventually get rid of it just because I felt like maybe I'd have too many in my collection. And that I don't I, I, I get a real like concern of like, am I using it? Am I not using it? So that's normally why I may sell a guitar. It's like, I'm not really using it. I, I'd like this to get some love from someone else in the world, right? You run the dangerous like, business of, I'm going to buy this, not because I love it, but because I want to sell it. But you buy the ones that you would easily love, like a psychopath.
1: <laughs> See, here's the funny thing. <laughs> I literally started doing this like the week after our first podcast. Like I'm still really new to this. this I just this was like, our,
2: "This is our doing."
1: Yeah. So you well, may I lose know. the mortgage like, after all. Like coincidentally, I was like, "I'm gonna start flipping guitars right now." <clears throat> and up until like t- three weeks ago or something like that, I had never sold a guitar because I was just like, "I was like, I can't part with it because I played it freaking once, and now I'm emotionally attached." But now I sold two of my own personal guitars.
0: Wait, which ones did you sell?
1: I sold one with the kill switch.
0: Okay. Oh yeah, and yeah. I, I
1: and then I just sold my strat like
0: two weeks ago because it, I just never used it. Fair enough, man. You, you could have uh, put some hot rails in it, like me.
2: We could make this show the uh, a platform for you to sell your sell your guitars, just like to do a giveaway, <laughs> a sweepstakes played by Mid Michigan's number five Zach Hayes. <laughs> number
0: five Zach Hayes. I like how you just yeah. suggest sweepstakes, like. This is his money. Right. <laughs> right. yeah, it
2: <laughs> Come <laughs> on, Zach. Know. We need you to keep buying some. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta generate Who the, the ROI, man. Les Paul? I know, man. We gotta generate yeah, some <clears throat> revenue on this. Come on, Zach. Nah, dude, I'm
1: too broke. Let's get sponsored first. <laughs> 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 I th-
2: I think we should all take one guitar that we flip. Like you can be the Les Paul guy. I'll, yes. I have to do something super niche that I don't like because I would do the same. Like it'd have yeah. to be like Squire Jazz Masters or something like just some random thing that like I probably won't like, and just or like Tellys maybe I could. I'm sure if I found the right one, I'll be like, ah, oh, fuck, no, I want. Something. I gotta keep it. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, like especially if you buy a guitar that you've never owned, like a type of guitar, then you're gonna be like, yeah, I need one. You of know, these. Like, You'll be like, you know, maybe I should keep it so I have a telly now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, f- I thought about flying cool.
2: Vs, and now I kind of want one. It kind of, like, I never thought I would, and that's not true. I've thought about it here and there, but then it's a the thing that I'm like, eh, no, nah, it's not. But I know if I got one, I'll at least keep one, because, like, you need Wait,
0: one. <clears throat> my, my question is, is what guitars have you sold in the past? So, Zach, you've sold a strap before, so you know... In some way, you're not going to get too attached to a strap, right?
1: I know that now because I sold my strap. Well, okay, listen to this, though. So I sold my strap three weeks ago. I have played that thing three times. No, okay, probably six times total. Like I'm talking picked it up off the rack and played it for six occasions out of the past three or four years. Like, it's literally been sitting there.
0: So you know, know what you like. don't like? You're not a fan of strats. Do you feel like yeah, if you like got another mind, strat, you would, you I would was like, I was like,
1: it? Yeah, but I was like, I don't want to sell it because, like, what if I'm going to play a strat someday? Like, it was a really stupid rap. Like, it was dumb. Like, I don't use it. You know what I'm saying? And, like, on top of that, like, I wasn't in <laughs> love with, like, the color and stuff. Like, it was just like, you know, it was a strat. I had a strat. Maybe someday I'll play my strat. But I didn't. So then finally, after it took selling that other Les ball, which I was really reluctant to do because I love the kill switch in it. But like, I was like, you know what? It's just the guitar, dude. Just sell it. And then I sold it. And now I have no problem. Except I might have a problem selling this one. I definitely <laughs> won't ever sell the gold top now. And so...
2: You'll, 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 you'll have a threshold that's just higher for Les Pauls. That'll be like, whereas for strats, you could maybe see yourself having one. But for Les Pauls, there's always going to be a base of five that you'll own. But like after oh, yeah. that, that's when you're Easy. like, this is getting a little excessive. I need a really mm-hmm. merry condo, my guitar collection.
1: See, with with Les Pauls, I don't know that that's true. I could own so many Les Pauls
0: just because I love them. I feel like, okay. I love, okay, I feel like I love the, them the, all equally. P90, I could get it. I could get get into that. I mean, like, I feel like I, I I feel like the double cutaway. Since I grew up playing one, and since it's such a, a unique, like, random Les Paul to have, and a lot of people hate them, <laughs> I really like the double cutaway because of that uniqueness. Because it's a guitar I grew up playing a, a lot. Yeah. Um, so I could see myself like there's like the P90 double. I actually bought a, a, a P90 double cutaway um, from like the new, tr- the tribute models that they had, but it was like really weird. It was like a weird point in time where like I bought it and I was like expecting like a certain amount of satisfaction that like, I feel like I used to get from buying guitars as uh, younger, but I think it wasn't like the right call. Like I just didn't feel good about it. I just like, uh, this doesn't, this didn't solve whatever problem I was having buying this guitar. Yeah. Like maybe would have used to would have, um, so I ended up just like returning it, but I could definitely I feel stupid because I could definitely see myself buying that guitar again, especially since I had P90s. But I could see like a double cutaway being like the set of guitars that I could have a few of. I could see that with like a, a Les Paul. I mean, they, I I think they're fantastic. They feel great. I mean, easily style wise from a humbucker guitar, I like you know the typical. I like these humbuckers a lot. I would never change these out of this guitar. I could see myself getting a, a Les Paul or a humbucker guitar with EMGs. And then I like my double cutaway now because it has coil tapping. So, or not coil tapping, um, coil splitting. Yeah, so because it has that. So the, the, I could see myself having different humbucker guitars, not necessarily all Les Pauls. The one guitar, and the reason why I asked you what guitar have you sold and you've been okay with is, and you said the Strat, the reason why I asked you that is because I was thinking for myself, The one guitar, don't get me wrong, loved it, loved it, loved it. Gibson Explorer, I had one like since high school, but I remember that like a couple years ago. Yeah, yeah, I came over and played it with you one time. Yep, they're amazing guitars, beautiful white Gibson Les Paul. But you typically you have to keep it in a hard shell case because that's the best place to keep it, or on a stand. And at the time, I didn't really keep it on a stand, and so since it was always in its case, I didn't play it as much. And then especially when I got this guitar. I really stopped playing it because I was like, I'm not going to go get it out of the case to play humbuckers. I can just play this. And then I got this also just because it's easier to gig with than an Explorer, beautiful guitar. But when it came down to playing it enough, it became the, your strat situation. It's like, I played this maybe three times in the last year.
2: <laughs> so your question, what guitars have I sold?
0: Yeah, yeah. So like basically Zach was able to part with a strap because eh, for him, for Strat. I was able to part with an explorer because I was like, I love it, but also I don't play it that much because it's always in this case. So I was like, all right, I can get away with selling this. So I could see myself being an explorer c- curator. How? What, what do you see as the guitar you could get rid of?
2: I mean, the guitar I've sold the most. I'm a, Okay, so I have a tied track history for selling strats and Les Pauls. But, the, so strats are unfair because... They were cheap strats, so like the first strat I sold was uh, a <laughs> the first the first strat I sold was a like knockoff. <laughs> Did you
0: sell to Zach? <laughs> no, 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 no. Zach-
3: okay, I down because he sold the
2: Les Paul. And Zach actually used to help me set that Les Paul up. Uh, the uh, that was a nice. Le- that I do miss that Les Paul.
0: I will say which the Epiphone or, or the, the
2: Epiphone the
0: orange okay. one I had.
2: Um, I do miss that one from time to time i i don't so okay here's the thing so i don't think i would be good at getting les pauls i'd still have fun with them the thing with les pauls is i don't i can i'd find them fine as a studio guitar i don't like playing live with them uh i have a i don't like find them comfortable standing up blasphemy yeah, I'm a Les dude. It's so uh, I, okay. I would get a Les Paul Special Two or whatever it's called. The Epi- like the most fun Les Paul I've ever played is the Epiphone Les Paul Special Two. It's like a 150 dollars guitar. It's like super thin.
0: Wait, is it is it's a special, so it only has two pickups, not one?
2: Yeah, it has two pickups. Not the junior. I had a
0: Special Two Junior. Yeah, I, no doubt. It was it was uh, a dope guitar. <laughs> no, I'm sure it's fine. It's it's not
2: got the bells and whistles, but it's thin. It's slim and like. I liked that about, I, and I actually love my, I love the, so the Les Paul, the Epiphone Les Paul and the ESP were very different guitars. I got the ESP because I wanted something lighter, more shreddy, more metal. And and, and the ESP is a great guitar. I don't regret selling it, um, but I do. I think the ESP, I could get a more similar guitar that's not a Les Paul that plays like it. Whereas the Epiphone Les Paul played more like a, le- like it had a, it had a little chunkier thing. The ra- the oh. neck was round. Like the, the ESP was basically the shape of Les Paul, but with all the specs of like a, like a shreddy modern, whatever guitar. Um, yeah. Cause
0: it also had like the neck notch, like the profile of the neck was like tapered. E- at yeah. The it was body. like a
2: taper, tapered neck, 24 frets, EMGs, the whole metal. It's a very metal guitar. Um, and I actually loved the Epiphone, like the sound of it, like the 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 sound I miss a lot. Like that clean tone on it was just great. And um, and I do miss how it plays. And actually, the uh, the Gretsch guitar that Haley has is a single cutaway. That kind of reminds me of a Les Paul. But um, I think I could sell. I could probably sell Les Pauls, but, like, the other thing is I never owned a Gibson, and, like, I'm sure playing a Gibson, so I kind of want to buy a Gibson one day and try that out, because it's, like, trying, I feel like I'll, you know, the times I've tried, like, I think I've tried Zach's Les Pauls, and I was like, oh, this feels really nice, and this feels, it's a lot chunkier, and I like the sound of it a lot, It's and, I, and even the playing is fine, it's just standing up and, like,
0: I don't know, some of the
3: being cool you can stand find up it and be, be cool comfortable. yeah
0: exactly <laughs> well, well when wait I, zach you play with a lower strap too right
3: uh
1: i mean relatively but, but like I, your, your I, arm your arm, getting,
0: isn't, your arm isn't angled right it's like more no, oh, i did the tom right as you're getting yeah. older <laughs>
1: i was gonna yeah i was gonna say like it's definitely progressively getting higher especially as i start like trying to play things that are more like they have higher levels of technical requirement, like more shreddy things. I'm like, crap. I have to raise this. Mine's <laughs> the
2: opposite, so like I, I kind of have... agree
0: with you. <laughs> <That should happen laughs> to me. I've raised it like a little bit. I'm just
1: like... <laughs> <laughs> it Keith, it Keith
0: Richards it and Slash would kill me right now.
1: What's, What's crazy? Some, like wrinkles popping in your face. Like... <laughs>
2: I was having Basically. bad problems with my old Les Paul, but it, but the thing that actually <laughs> helped with it was was the opposite was keeping it really low. So for me, playing it really low, if it, it was a lot less tension on my shoulder. But the problem was that because it's heavier, because I I only found it comfortable playing really low. I don't like playing it really low, and where the where the like with a strat, you can get away with like the neck feeling a little lower, but it, the horn is up here, so if it like sit it kind of hangs the guitar it's so like even my ernie ball i don't wear it super high or super low but it like <laughs> hangs and doesn't i don't know i don't have to like with my les paul the when i st- played i was like angling it up like this <laughs> and like or it was like i was I feel place- like i have
0: the exact opposite problem like a strat i yeah. cannot play that low. like that has, has to be middle maybe yeah a yeah, little high no
2: so i could play it middle but it wasn't like super high or super low whereas the, S- the les paul felt like i either went really low with it or really high with it and then high would be really just uh <laughs> like this is a <laughs> lot Tom Morello. um yeah and and for even the tomorello i think that it, playing it really high if it, it feels better on like a strat or so like my sg i pr- played pretty low but like it's so light that like i can i don't know it, i can like
0: I, don't know, I feel like I feel like I've started fa- fantasizing about SGs. Like I've definitely it's definitely been in my search history a lot more. Because again, I like um, I like humbuckers and like it's like a I like humbuckers and then I also like um, in general I do like double cutaways. Like I I get away with like uh, you know Les Paul most days, but sometimes like when I'm up here, like I just feel like ooh it's kind of nicer on my strat or my other double cutaway. And since, like, Gibson doesn't really... It's, it's so, like, hit or miss trying to find a good double cutaway Les Paul. I was like, I should probably just find a good double cutaway uh, SG and match Prabhu.
2: So, well, the thing is, I want to try... So, the I think the SG Special, the one I have, is also a little different, too. Because it's got that slim neck and whatnot. whatnot and, like, I feel like uh, it does feel very different than the other, like... Like, even the Epiphone that I had. Like, that Les Paul, like, it had a the chunkier feel like so this guitar i don't find it necessarily as comfortable for soloing that's not really what i'm doing anyways and i like my i love the ernie ball for that but like this one it's just fast for like like the like the down tuning fast riff stuff so like i don't know i do feel like the les paul felt nice for soloing and doing like have it had more resonance and it had like I don't know the way I did like that about the Les Paul and, and I, I, I can't speak to a lot of other SGs. I want to try the SG standards and that kind of stuff. But that's something that like we also play pretty different styles. So y- you might not like it for doing soloing and that kind of stuff. But like if if Angus Young can do it, then like I mean, <laughs> Angus, yeah, I mean, like uh,
0: KK Tony Iommi, uh, Almond Brothers. Cool. Allman Brothers. The Alman Brothers play SGs. I thought so. No, nah, I'm just not familiar with them enough to know uh, who's the other SG player I was thinking about. Derek Trucks. Yeah, uh, Derek Trucks. Plenty. Oh, of Zach Wild.
2: <laughs> he plays an SG.
0: He does. He, he does Zach Sabbath. Oh, is he like, just, I mean, like, like a thinking-
2: weird like black and white? It's, like, uh, dude, it, honestly,
0: EG's and the like, as uh, he wants <laughs> now at, at this point, it's his own like brand. Well, it's not his own brand, like, it's, it's his wild audio series. Um, and uh, they don't have uh-huh. like the purple one anymore. Um, it was like only limited, uh-huh. and you had to be like a VIP at one of the Zach Sabbath gigs to get it. So it was actually a pretty good deal for like being a VIP because you'd pay all that money, but you basically paid like Mostly for the guitar and then like a hundred dollars extra just to be at VIP. So it's kind of not a bad deal for like a very limited run um S G that he makes. But I just think it looks badass. And I with that, that's that's also what inspires me. Not gonna lie. So
2: right. side note, while we've been talking, been doing some finger exercises and practicing, so
3: that sure. was so he's
2: saying he was doing so so let's, 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 let's talk about practicing. Let's back. Let's get back on a uh, topic here.
0: Sorry, Zach had his his notebook last week, and that's what made us all interested in practicing. But let's start off with your practice routine. <laughs> oh no, 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 no! No, no let's start with much. you. Nope, <laughs> we're starting with you, probably. Go. All right. I know Five, that four, one. Three, two, one. Go. <laughs> go. The,
2: <laughs> let's see. I think we pra- probably practice pretty different things. Like for me, I don't. Most of my practicing, I think, is alt-picking kind of stuff. And like, uh, it's like one of the practice routines I started doing. I saw a video of Misha Monsora doing is just for alt-picking stuff. It's just, it's just triplets.
3: And then you just keep doing that.
2: And then when you're done with that string... Yeah, and then when you're done with that, you just go to next string.
0: So it sounds like you keep you keep in this case you're keeping it in A minor, right? Yeah, Generally. you can do
2: it in any. You can do it in any. But you keep
0: it in a in a in a, in a scale, and then you kind of like shift no, up and I, down. No
2: more than the scale. I do it on a fret, so I start. It's the five. So I, I'm doing. Or, Uh, And then, and then. So it's not actually A minor, it's just going down that. Like the first note is always going to be on that fifth fret. It's
0: the same shape. Oh, okay, so it's the same shape.
2: Yeah, and then you'll go up and then you'll start that same pattern, but on the next string. And then uh, another one that I do is just chromatics. It's very simple, but it helps with. But I do it kind of like a legato. But going backwards is so hard. I can't do that at all. I can't do that. (laughs) Uh, um, And then just like... stupid little alt-picking stuff like that, (laughs) like that sugar song has become now a practice thing for me. Like, like it's just become a thing to warm up. But I, 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 so one thing I didn't do before, and now I try to do it because it's how you should learn things, is play slow and and consistent and then speed it up. Because like how I learned a lot of guitar was less of practicing and more of, playing along to things. So, like, I mean, my practice routine was just the whole Toxicity album or, like, the Hypnotize or mesmer. just playing along, keeping it playing, and I'm just trying to play along with it. And then that kind of ties into what we were saying about learning songs accurately. Like, I didn't really learn them accurately. I just learned them by ear. So I trained my ear well, but it's not 100% accurate. But I also didn't practice it, like, slowed down. Um, yeah. It was just... I was just fucking flailing through it at full speed for like a year and then i'm like oh okay i kind of got it but now i'm trying to like practice like to a click slow and so do you like
0: practice with a metronome and everything mm-hmm.
2: uh i do that more now and and the um so recording honestly made me a lot tighter with playing because i didn't practice with a metronome i was just recording things and that taught mm-hmm. me to uh play louder um I noticed my picking was very soft. Someone told me that it sounded like I was just whispering the notes. And I was like, huh. So I started like, and especially with the metal kind of stuff, like the just the really digging in like, like just really digging in. And, and like that, the, I mean, one of the things you can do that I never do, but with practicing while recording, you can kind of see the transience of your like, yeah. And see how they line up with like the beat. And that's something you can always like um, analyze to I don't do that. I'm not I'm
0: pretty lazy. I don't really um, I mean I, I do feel that like when- that's lazy though. I feel like that's like I only have so much time to do this. Yeah at some point I wanna make progress on the actual recording and not just progress of in- Oh, I can play perfectly on time. Yeah, and I then mean, you die. Uh, and well, like, I finish it recording.
2: Depends. it depends on the purpose, though. If you're going in, the recording can be a good tool to actually see how you're doing. If you're going in, like I, I don't because I don't go in for the purpose of the practicing that way. It's like I end up doing that when I inevitably just because like I'll be editing this guitar and lining it up, and I'm like, oh, I always play really rushed. Like I tend to play fast things, especially mostly solo kind of <laughs> stuff, rushed. Um so, like, I'll kind of fine-tune things that way. But, I, like I said, I very rarely use that as an analytical tool. But, um, yeah, I mean, practicing certain songs, I mean, like, I just have a couple of riffs that I always practice that are, like, my riffs that I just go back to just because, like, they, I don't know, encompass most of the things I like doing on the guitar. Like, the... That
0: one riff I showed you the other time, like... Is that any, like a tip you, you, you use that to practice like for years?
2: Uh, So, I mean, I wrote that in like 2016.
0: Uh, I mean, oh, one okay. of the other- So it has been used. So wait, wait. Pl- play us like one or two of the riffs that you used to practice, including that one. Because I think that one's worth um, So this
2: one I wrote in like 2013. And I use this. And I'm working on my new song. I've put it out for a different thing before. But like, I am re-recording this now. But I use this song as like a practice. I'll just play it through because it's like... Eight years old, seven years old at this point. So it's like I know it. I like I can play it in my sleep. So uh, it's it's.
1: With that, but with I my old Les it was
2: <laughs> it was like Papa Roach. Uh, But yeah, I, I I like that one because it. Uh, I mean, because I, it's a full song and practice it. But it, it kind of goes through a lot of different things. It, it does a lot of like the like drop D with like melodic, like adding a chord that has like a note on, it, like the not just like a drop chord,
0: creating yeah. a melody with the chord.
2: Yeah, so it does that. It's got the. I, I mean, that's it. I do that. That actually came, I think, from a uh, just like a little practice routine I did. So sometimes those practice routines become a riff or vice versa. So like the I do that a lot as a practice thing is uh, like zero three seven, like a trip, a lot of triplet exercises. So I do this in drop tuning. You can do it in anyone, but.
3: And then you can move it up, and then you
2: can change the intervals, and that becomes a riff of like. So, well, like, where did
0: you pick that up? Is that just something that you found out yourself, or a you lot listened of to something?
2: lonely years in high school of not having. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, no,
2: I think uh, just
0: having sweat socks.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, I mean, was- this, well, so it's kind
0: of from, okay. So
2: this, How uh, did we get
0: good at guitar? Because we just didn't hang out with people. That's yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean,
2: that's that was ninth grade. Um, that one is, uh, I think it was in a lot of, I, I think the music I listened to, a lot of like the hardcore, or a lot of like metalcore kind of stuff. Uh, there's this uh, band called Rawsome, which is a Nintendo core band. They do like metalcore stuff, but it's all MIDI Nintendo soundy stuff. But one of their songs is just like this arpeggiated thing on a synth that's just like or something like that, and then but like those kind of things, I mean, they're also simple intervals, just like the in drop D because like if you're doing It's now your D, your A
0: and D. Or R, yeah,
2: I'm not changing it by have string. An and
0: yeah, I'm not have, like the
2: fifth. Exactly. I'm not changing it by string. So they become kind of like like the picking isn't that crazy. The picking is just like
0: so you're basically cheating.
2: You're <laughs> yeah, but I mean it's it's like, exactly. But it, it like uh, I think it comes from hearing it in a certain thing, and then it, it just becomes, like, a more natural, like, I don't know, to me, that feels, I it looks crazy, but, like, the intervals are pretty natural in terms of how you'd write, like, like, like they're, they're chords that you'd use a lot, so I think that, um, those, yeah, that's definitely a thing I practice a lot, but if, like, before playing, or just those, like, like those kind of things, um, but yeah, I don't, I don't really last in the last two years I started, uh, practicing cause I, I wasn't great at soloing. So I started doing like YouTube, uh, finding YouTube backing tracks for different genres and then just keep them like in a queue and just literally just, I don't know what's next. Just play to that genre. Just like, they will be the, some of the best ones I think are like funk, like the funky like neo soul kind of stuff because they do really weird like and weird stuff where you're like oh like it, it, it kind of forces you out of like the just the typical
3: a
0: lot of that stuff too right is does that is that um are you trying to follow the chord or does it repeat like the the several chords like a lot so you can have it, the yeah it's, it's like, the chord?
2: it'll be like a a 20 to 30 second unique loop and then it, and then maybe they might have like verse chorus, bridge, but it's not like a song where it takes different routes and goes somewhere unpredictable, even if it goes to a chorus and stuff like that for like a, it's always going to be like a 30 to one minute, 30 seconds to one minute, like defined loop that'll go for like 10 minutes, 12 minutes or something. And then playing that on repeat to me, I mean, uh, uh, my first thing was to honestly just start playing and, and to just get up. Because I think for me, I think too much and I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think I let myself feel solos. So like, I don't really, I, I'm just like, I am
0: a robot. Yeah, deed I'm dude, like, dude,
2: yeah, please feed me the MIDI file, and I will, <laughs> I shall play this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I think <laughs> those songs, it, it kind of made me just like, it make, I, I just use it as a time to be like, you know what, I'm going to try this lick, I haven't, I, like, do you ever visualize something, and you're like, ooh, I want to try that, like, run, and you, like, see the frets beforehand, and then you do it, and then you, will like, so I'm trying to take that leap of faith where I'm like, maybe that'll sound good, and then eat shit, and then be like, okay, well, I'm playing in my room, it doesn't matter, um, and so I think building that confidence, and then <clears throat> also finding, like, well, chord changes, and, like, that's something I've been trying to pay attention to, is, like, in a chord progression, like how, how I'm writing, trying to write solos is trying to figure out like when does it, if it like changes to that, like hitting that note in the solo to line up with that so it like matches the chord changes, even if I'm playing in the same key, like trying to structure solos and that kind of, and, and I suck at that. And that's, so those are all like not structured practice routines, but things I've been paying attention to when I practice in the last year or two
0: the the chord change thing and paying attention to how the chord changes and trying to hit something of that chord is like, is a great way. And I remember you were also talking about um, trying to write solos recently and because I've also done the same thing. Um, attempt, one of the things, <laughs> well, yeah, but you're, you're doing it and you're going to finish it. Like that's just, it's just going to happen. But one of the things I, I've paid attention to also, and I think, this kind of ties into like a comment Zach had said about him being a drummer. So he thinks about guitar playing very rhythmically. I've Especially like working on like a metal song. Um, I've thought a lot about when am I hitting certain notes? Not necessarily what note I hit, but at what time do I hit it? And so I've broke down a lot of uh, the song that I'm working on. I'm working on with you probably, Iron and Bones. I broke down like, okay, at, at what beat, at, at what times am I hitting some of the notes in the riff? Can I hit those at the same time in the solo to kind of accentuate those points and um, like really kind of create some space? Because I think, think sometimes that can be a problem, especially with metal, is mm-hmm. like not creating space. Like there are a couple metal songs that you think of. I, I think of "Bark at the Moon" all the time, but that song like there, was that there is crazy. That's by Ozzy, Ozzy Osbourne. Okay. J.K. Lee plays the uh, play the guitar originally on it, but he um, really creates like these really amazing chaotic moments, but then he uh, balances that out with creating some bre- breathing room in there and like really thinking about phrasing. So,
2: mm, yeah, th- that's the thing that a lot of like shred stuff doesn't do. And actually that the, the other thing I do is uh, <clears throat> um, I think I mentioned a different thing about Django Reinhardt about being a pretty big influence for me and listening to his music and, Part of what ins- really in- inspires me about him is that he only has two fingers, but he plays so much. But his note selection um, is really smart with the two fingers and and limited, but it because I think it's the thing that adds to his uh, you know, why he's so good at writing a solo because he can just choose the right notes. And um, I think that was something I started doing a long time ago is practicing with like soloing with like just those two fingers um and try to just write with two fingers and and if a solo sounds good with two you don't need like you know to add everything it's like use the other ones as like an additional thing if you want to like like add some flair but not like i don't know like you said not create like you're if you're not allowing breathing room or space sometimes that's cool but I don't know.
0: That, that's so interesting because I've I'm, I'm always been like a four-finger player. Like, that was like taught to me, I think, because like, my dad can kind of play, like he kind of played guitar, so he was the first one to kind of show me anything. But like, he instilled in me to be a four-finger player as opposed to a three-finger player and I, you know, <laughs> no one's really a two-finger player unless you're Django Reinhardt or probably... I, I've uh, seen
2: people play chords like this and I'm like, what are you doing? How do, you do <laughs> How do you do that? Like,
0: that that sounds ter- <laughs> that seems terrible i mean, don't really kill yourself please live
2: <laughs> um, yeah i was like yeah
0: wow I- <laughs> <laughs> ruined our
2: chance of putting seems, yeah
0: right <laughs> it's bound to happen come on um but you know that that i i've always been a four finger player so like it's really interesting to think i mean like i'll, I'll, I'll selectively pick fingers if a I'm moving up and down the fretboard, but I, I don't, like, think to be well, – I'm going to only use, like, two fingers going up and down. Like, if I were to use any two, it would be, like, my index and my ring. I wouldn't, like, choose to use my middle finger. These two. That, that, that,
2: yeah. To me, it's, I mean, it's these two or the pinky. I use my pinky a lot. I, this I, one, I need to learn from you guys how to use my ring because, like – Oh, come long- on. What about the pentatonic? <laughs> Well, that's exactly, I use my pink, so like on that last note, use your, that's something I've had to, I use my, I use my pinky. Oh, see, cause I heard that like. Depends on what I'm doing. Cause so, like I, I thought, I don't know if I'd read about it or just like was noticing in a lot of players I like, like why, like them using like their, their ring finger for it. And then that allows you to like, it allows you to like reach up to, and do extra stuff. But like I even like chords, I use my pinky for like uh like for power chords, I use my pinky very frequently. That's something I've been trying to unlearn and, and like um, and I think that comes from I always play power chords as the full three. I don't do that ever now, but um yeah, no the pinky the four finger thing, I'm trying to become more of a three finger player and use the pinky more sparingly. <laughs> Oh man, it's all about
0: the thank you. All right, Zach, you practiced. You had a book. Do you have the book with you? Or will you tell us your secrets? You're going to sell the about, book. Are you sell the do book? Do you want
1: to buy my book? No. <laughs> <I'm trying laughs> this so, the, the show is baseball. just trying to help it's Zach get it. Okay, yeah, it's no, just a I journal,
0: dude. Okay, no, I think that's really. You You inspired me to do the same thing, but I want to see your journal. I don't oh, have a wow. no journal with me. You guys well, are so
2: organized with your like, okay. well, hours Well, okay.
1: stuff, Dude, just wait, okay? Like, I'm a, I'm kind of a
0: psychopath. <laughs> I, that's why I called you a psychopath earlier, what? <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Yeah yeah. Game recognized game. Psychopath yeah, recognized psychopath. Exactly,
1: dude. Exactly. Like practice for me has it's an evolving process and it's like like every year I have a practice practice routine where I'm like, This is the best one yet. Like this is it, this is this is the ultimate <laughs> practice routine. This is the new update I to them. practicing. You know what I'm saying, though? But, like, yeah. I'd say, like, in 2000... And I'm sorry if I end up going off on, like, a tangent with all this, but, like,
0: in... Give us the backstory, man. We want to hear this. Your origin story. Your practice origin story.
1: My practice <laughs> origin. <laughs> I'm,
0: I'm, you know, I'm very like, curious about that,
2: too, because I feel like of all of all three of us, you've played the guitar for the least amount of time, and you are arguing arguably... Why I gotta
0: put that on, out loud and out there? Well, I, us, you, you are... <laughs> making argue... us feel... Make us look at windows like this. Yeah, this looks like the window to jump through right now. Yeah. <laughs> <Damn it.
1: laughs> All this talk about death. <laughs> yeah, but okay. To counter that point, how many hours a week would you say that you practice?
2: Exactly. So that's why I think it's great to hear from you on this.
0: Five, <laughs> fifteen minutes a day at least, like minimum 50 minutes a day.
2: 50 or 15? 15,
0: 5 15. 15. Okay. 15. okay. Minimum. So okay. sometimes it's longer. I skip some days, but minimum 15. So I am, and maybe it's just because like, I'm an optimist to
1: be honest, but like, I'm a firm believer that anyone can get at ex- like, like you can be as good at somebody else at something. If you put it in the same amount of time and you practice with intent, because like, because, and, like, I've spent so much time, like, standing in my shower for, like, two hours just thinking about these stupid thoughts. But, like, like before I have coffee or something. But, like, like there's, like, that saying that, like, once you hit, like, 10,000 hours of doing something, like, you're the master of it. You know what I mean? I but, like,
2: you're 10,000 in.
1: But, like, if you put 10 hours, 10, if you put in 10,000 hours just literally playing eighth notes on the low E string... You're gonna be the master of playing 8 notes on the
0: left piece. Like, know. What tempo? What tempo?
1: Like that. Like there's more to it than that saying. Like they say, like yeah. But like yes, but like that's where intent comes in. And there's like a big having ass like next. To like it. that's why I think like having a direction with practice is really important too. Right. And I would say before 2016, and at this point, I wasn't really that serious of a guitar player either. But like. When I would go to practice something, I didn't have like, I didn't necessarily have a reason for practicing it. You know what I mean? Or like, or like I'd go to try to improve on something, but I wouldn't walk in with like a goal. I'd just be like, okay, I need to get better at this. And then I would play it and then I hit my breaking point and that was it. And I just would get to like these plateaus and everyone has plateaus and then you just don't break out of them. And then a lot of the time you're like, crap, like I don't feel inspired anymore because I suck. So then you just don't practice, you know what I mean? And
0: makes when you say plateaus, what makes you think of is Bruce Lee's quote about like, in life there are no, uh, uh, in life re- you reach plateaus, but you must not stay there for long. You must go further or something like that is the phrase.
1: Yeah, no, I think that's totally only thing. Like I, I think plateaus, can probably probably be mental or physical because like obviously if I go to play something, like if I go to play Dragon Force right now, I can't. Physically I cannot play I'm, Dragon Force. I feel like you could. No.
0: Like, physically, mentally can't physically you, very, you, can. Physically physically can, play you can. Mentally you cannot. Physically you can. <laughs> yeah,
1: physically I can't. Mentally <laughs> I can. no. But like
0: <laughs> Metaphorically you can <laughs> spiritually point, you would I like to physically or mentally emotionally
1: not gonna, ready i'm gonna put <laughs> it down i'm just gonna put this down <laughs> physically or mentally i cannot play dragon force at this point in my life and that's okay i'm not that's fine well i guess it's, it's not. not so like it's like there's a point where you're like practicing the same thing over and over again you're like why am i not getting better and you just sit there and you chill and it sucks have you guys experienced that? I've experienced
0: that Yeah, already. of course. That's when okay. I started playing drums for the first time. <laughs> I, I, I felt like I didn't, I was like, all right, I, I can play guitar. I'm kind of kind of getting bored of this a little bit. Like, let me go play drums because my brother has a drum set. And then I came back to guitar <laughs> after that.
1: I think
3: yeah.
2: what help, what's helped me view the plateauing different too is, is seeing like, I think how I gauge getting better. So like, I think my, my, uh, something that's changed over time. Maybe it's to reassure myself, but, uh, the, uh, like when I was learning guitar, it was just like, can I play faster? Can I play this song? But like now I understand a lot more what I'm doing on the guitar or just like theory is a little less intuitive. And I, and I understand theory better now. And I think those kind of things are, I can play and write more intentionally now. Um, like I, I don't, I, I, I might you know I I think now if I'm jamming with people and they're playing something very different I could learn it much faster and I think that sometimes I don't gauge myself as having improved unless I've like have a tangible like new skill versus fine tuning a previous skill and I think <clears throat> I I don't know with the the time thing if that actually if I Cause like I, used, I used to think you know, more time I put into something, but like, I feel like I put in so much wasted time into certain, into certain things or not wasted, but not as productive time. Like even with recording, I spent like a year not knowing how to like set up the audio interface or something in my thought and like very simple things like Googling and like, just un- and not being hitting my head against the same wall every time would or like with guitar that like now I play a little more intentionally but more mindfully like when I hit a roadblock I'm like oh that's a roadblock because of this and like I need to work on this then I can just pay attention to it versus like before I'd be like but if I just keep playing I'll get it one day and then like that's when I feel like I plateau is when I push through too much and the best thing sometimes is just to not do it or to like dissect it and do it like
0: yeah, yeah. I, I think intention plays a big role in it. So you, you. So with that intention, is that like you, every time you sit down to practice, you take your, you, you wrote, you say you write in your journal beforehand to set up your intention, right? Well,
1: okay. So before I get to that,
2: oh, I'm sorry, backtrack
0: no more. And I, I think the, this book.
1: I think the first
2: for more for you first? can pay a humble fee of 50 <laughs> For <more. laughs>
1: yeah, subscribe to my like for part, part two. <laughs>
2: Your only, <laughs> fan. Yeah. your only fan. My guitar
1: only fans. There's just and
2: a nude in the centerfold.
1: <laughs> it's just it's pictures of my naked guitar, just yeah. like You're- no strap, no clip on mm-hmm. tuner. Took off the finishing <laughs> even. Pick- no pickups finish. are out. <laughs> just, just stripped them like,
0: all. Electronic. You just take you take pictures of trees, right? Yeah. <laughs> Raw.
1: Yes. Oh yes.
0: There's good. a market
1: for everything, right? Yeah, Zach
2: Hay- <laughs> Zach <Hayswood. laughs>
1: Anyways, anyways, I'm not gonna go there. Before you go there, I'm gonna stop you. First part of intention is putting yourself in a place mentally where you start well, okay. It's hard to say enjoy practice or look forward to practice because there's I days feel bad where for I can, you now. there's days where <laughs> I don't want to practice straight up. But, but like, pretty much ingraining internally, like, the importance of practice and, like, understanding why you're practicing and, like, seeing your end goal, like, that kind of carries you through those days. And up until, like, 2016, I would have spurts of practice. And I'd say 2015 was, <laughs> that was when I got into, like, my first band. Maybe it was 16. 2016, I think I got into my first band and... And like, I had like a list of songs and I would just practice the song. Like I was like, I would devote 10 minutes to like each song, but I had no intention to it. I would just kind of run through them and it got really mundane, like really fast. And so I still hadn't really like mentally figured out like why I was practicing. I would just practice. And then I would have a spurt where I'd be like, okay, I don't feel like practicing. So I practiced for like two weeks then I wouldn't practice for like, I barely practiced for like three weeks. Like it wasn't consistent. So that's what I'm trying to get to.
0: Consistency is important. Yeah. And so so working like making sure like appreciating the work ethic of getting there, and part of that work ethic is the consistency of doing it. So <laughs> work ethic uh, when it comes to yeah. practicing yes. and consistency, that's what you were just talking about. In terms to we haven't gotten to the book, your practice book yet. We're just yes. we're, just we're getting like, there. We're getting, we're there. getting there. So it's we're long at chapter. Story
1: chapter 3 of 10 No, we're uh, it's probably like chapter 1 of 5 the prologue We're getting yeah, there <laughs> this, okay, this no, window looks faster, so so so, easy so so right now we're at the point where i'm trying to discover purpose in guitar playing i guess <laughs> that's where we're at okay. okay so this is like early 2016 towards the end of 2016 i was like i had quit the band i was playing with because you're, you're too I good. Just uh, say because you're
0: too experience. good. I had a bad experience. You don't have to, you have to talk about your bad experiences. You're too good. Okay. No, I wasn't. And anyway, so I put that in.
2: <laughs> he was still the number 20
1: Zach Hayes. <laughs> I was still number 30 Zach Hayes. And then I, I, I think, yeah, I think I went straight to playing with this guy. Maybe there was like, Two Craigslist dudes in between or something. <laughs> but so I went to this guy and
2: that's a great <laughs> album name. <laughs> two two Craigslist, Craigslist dudes in between.
1: <laughs> yes, yes. Um yeah, so the two Craigslist dudes. And so it was me and this guy and he was like, We're gonna form a band, like you're my guitar player, dope, that's great and then he like he met this other guy like at the gym or something he's like yeah i met this other guy who plays guitar like i want to start a band with him and we went over there and i was like cool like that's dope and um i knew like the rhythm parts for a bunch of the songs already but the other guy didn't know any of them yet so he was just kind of fiddling over the top and the guy that i was like doing with was like yeah like we'll be a band now like you're going to be the rhythm guitar player. Like he delegated that to me. And. and like, I, Is that I'm not so the friends. worst
0: experience of like being in those bands where some people like have no idea what they're doing. And they're just, yeah, we're just going to be a band and it'll just work. It's like, what? That's, that's not well, how like, it goes. Yeah. And honestly, like,
1: I mean, there's so many other things I can say about this person, but like, <laughs> but, but like, that was like, like he just decided that was my role. And. And for whatever reason, it just irked me. And I'm still really good friends, ironically, with the other guitar player, and he's a really good guitar player. But, but I was just really I was really irked by that because right home. off the
2: bat, it's not like you you
0: there's you, no discussion.
2: Yeah, it's not discussion. Exactly. It wasn't like well, any it, chance to establish
1: that you could be a lead player. It's just like all right, scrub.
0: <laughs> you're, the the, you're the rhythm guitar
1: player because you know the rhythm parts. You're the and like I felt that, like that, I was that's like a big trap though. I was really irked because, like, I spent time learning this stuff. Like, I was, and I learned the, like, lead guitar parts, too. And I was just, like, boom, that's what you're going to do. And I was so pissed when I went home that day. And, like, there is, this was just, like, a culmination of things. This is how I found my guitar purpose. I was. A revenge story. At, I was, at the time, a junior in college, like, a super junior in college. And, like, I was changing my majors. And, like, I had no idea what I wanted to do. I was in business, and I was like, "This sucks. I don't want to." Sorry, Kane, I'm here
0: in business. <laughs> I'm, I'm I was a, like, "I'm an engineer, bro."
1: <laughs> okay, all right, that's cool. That's <laughs> um, and I was just like, "This sucks." Like these people, like everyone, show up in like their suits and stuff to class. I was like, "This is just this isn't this isn't me, man." And and I was listening. Nah, to I'm not it. trying to become part of the man, man. I'm trying to become. Yeah, I'm trying to stick into the man. And then this like, is the
0: way of the future. The guitar. Yeah,
2: yeah. I hate big corporations, dude. But Gibson, that's yeah. awesome. So,
1: long story to say, I'm sticking it. Gibson to the man. is the greatest business. <laughs> <laughs> yes. and and so. I'm gonna keep going. I'm gonna keep going. So this is our offensive. endorsement. <laughs> and I was listening to. Oh my gosh, you're right. It came over. I stuck it in the the endorsement.
0: Crap. Fractal we saw so,
3: you. <laughs> the fractal. That's an epicness.
0: Wait, wait, Gibson. We we love your guitars. Don't get us wrong. We love your guitars. Let's just leave it at that. <laughs>
1: yes. Yes. Leave it at that. Anyways, and so I was watching, I was reading about Kobe Bryant and like, like, have you ever looked up stories about Kobe Bryant?
0: I mean, I, what I know, I know a co- two stories about him.
2: I know one okay, not I'm good have- and the rest are legendary.
1: <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> well, okay,
1: so I found out about that one like way after the fact. But the story I'm talking about is like, there was this this night where like they had a game and he lost and he was pissed and he pretty much stayed up all night like he went to the gym and just practiced and he called his coach in the middle of the night and he was like yo like let's run some stuff and he stayed up all night and then he had practiced the next morning and he was torching everybody and then he went to bed. And I was like okay that's pretty cool like he's a freaking superhuman pretty much to do stuff like that or like there were stories about him like Apparently he was like a segmented sleeper. So he'd go to sleep for a few hours, wake up in the middle of the night, for like twilight time. Twilight time. If you don't know about segmented sleeping, just read about that. That's pretty he had cool had a roommate too. that did that.
2: Did he? Did it work? I mean, he watched a lot of Doctor Who and <laughs> like and he played a lot of games and got good grades, uh, decent grades.
1: But like, I I I think that sounds it sounds like wasted se- segment. it <laughs> sounds like bad sleep schedule <laughs> not segment well anyways so like, so like I was reading this inspirational stuff that's the point of it and I was really amped up about it and I was just like you know what next week I'm going to start practicing three hours a day because I had been practicing maybe like an hour a day most when I was like in a good spur and I was like I'm going to start practicing three hours a day and we had just gotten a puppy too, our first dog, and she would be crazy during the day. So I, like I couldn't practice during the day. So I started getting up at like 4.30 in the morning to practice, which is pretty wild.
0: No, I feel that. I the, There's – what is it? But, um, there's a book called Daily Rituals, but um, it's basically about a bunch of creatives and what the rituals are for the day. And some people are really great in the morning. Some people are really great late at night. But it did – for a time inspire me to wake up at like 5am and it wasn't necessarily practice, but work on a piece of my music, whether it be just practicing, whether it be um, writing, whether it be uh, going in for a recording take, but wake up 5am, do that thing for like, at least, I just, I kept it easy. Like I keep my goals easy. That's the same reason why typically 15 minutes is like my goal for practicing every day. Cause that's easy. So I used to wake up at like five thirty, five in the morning and like practice for like thirty minutes, basically.
1: Well, and like the best part about waking up that early is that like your friends aren't awake (laughs) to text you. Like there's there's minimal distractions. Like the dog was still asleep, my girlfriend was asleep, like everyone was asleep and I was just practice. My friend Dane wouldn't call me just to annoy me, like he (laughs) He (laughs) doesn't Like eight times a day, he calls me, he's like, what do you want? And I go, what do you want? And we have this stupid conversation for 20 minutes, so let me hang up. <laughs> but, like, he couldn't do that at five in the morning because he's not a morning bird, so. <laughs> uh.
0: So, what chapter are we at? We're getting
1: there, we're getting there, we're getting there. Yes! So, so that was the fire, <laughs> Chapter right? so one. The fire. Like, I was getting things done.
0: You're co-being and- it up.
1: So
3: I yeah, took up yes, basketball.
1: Yeah. You see, I played <laughs> professional basketball three years.
2: Yeah, <laughs> that's how you get Yeah, good. I actually basketball, became a basketball really
1: player. Yes, exactly.
2: That's I realized Michael Jordan didn't need basketball. He could do baseball.
1: So then I became a baseball <laughs> yes! player. Okay, I'm gonna, Okay, you're right. I'm gonna skip ahead. So, <laughs> i didn't mean that whoa we so weren't trying
0: to skip ahead we just like to add to your no, story no, no. yeah
1: the I, more i was the more i was thinking about it, i was like i shouldn't skip ahead was gonna take forever so so that's how i came up with i'm going to practice three hours a day and that's how i started building consistency because i was like like i made the time to make sure i was able to practice like even if i would just get like an hour and a half in in the morning then i'd still have more time later to do it and, um, pretty much I'd say for the majority of it, I've segmented it into three separate hours. And so one hour, at least right now, like I'll learn something. So I'll learn like, oh crap, my phone's a little better. Yeah.
3: That was like a so like perfect if, cut. If you want the rest I of thought, it, you're going to have to pay $30. <laughs> you got to pay money, kid! <laughs>
0: <laughs> Did you hear what I said? So, one hour, you focus on learning.
1: Yes, okay. So, I learned something. And so, um lately, I've been taking, I've been having a focus month. So, I'll take a month on something that I want to focus on. This has been like two months I've been working on alternate picking specifically, but like, the month before that, I was working on like country licks, and like the month before that, I was working on like Guns N' Roses songs and stuff.
2: <clears throat> I shall make and you a so, fine-tuned robot.
1: Yeah. Uh, yes. And I actually have an Excel spreadsheet too, but that'll cost you twelve eighty-eight per year. And, Five dollars for the macros. <laughs> yeah, for the macros, kid. No, like I have a list of my stuff in. Excel, here. I'll Zach
3: A's went
0: my, to business, my, business school. <laughs> Let me
1: show you, like, how
0: <laughs> like, This is business school. This, <laughs> oh,
3: my God.
1: This is, like, my this is my song
0: list. Guitar is <laughs> <guitar It's> 90% spreadsheets.
1: <laughs> That's my master song. Like, it's funny how many things I'll do to avoid actually practicing sometimes, but, like, <laughs> I have, like, have, like shit my great
0: into The realist stat, like, facts. My daily set list. Like, the things we do to avoid practice.
2: We've got the like, already... SQL database ready to
1: <laughs>
0: Yeah. Oh there's
1: my little there's my uh that thing. Is that, your,
0: is that your practice candle? Um
1: no, that's just holding up my phone.
0: But but I do
1: light it <laughs> during practice sometimes. Um so first hour I will work <laughs> the ceremonial
0: <out>. practice candle.
1: <laughs> just, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it gets really culty during practice yeah i usually sacrifice like a small animal
0: (laughs) oh god
2: and you started this when you got a puppy
0: (laughs) well Well, he doesn't have have one anymore (laughs) You,
1: you heard them they were barking anyways um so first out i think honestly i think there's really like extreme value in learning something new every day even if it's just like a lick from some random dude on instagram or like just learning a song like that's Mm -hmm. what i usually warm up with too there's just something really refreshing about it so then when you go to practice and you're like crap three hours to practice today like that part is always just like new and refreshing and like even if i'm like i don't want to pick up my guitar right now once i put like 10 minutes in oops once i'm like 10 minutes in Like, I'm having a good time, because I'm, like, interested in what I'm learning, usually. And then, uh, right now, I'll devote the second hour to, like, working on the stuff that I already know, so just kind of, like, touching up on things. Like, it's the repertoire hour, so, like, if I'm like, crap, I have a gig next week with this band, I haven't played the set list in, like, a month and a half, like, crap, I need to run through these songs, so I'm... Kind of running through and touching up, making sure that I can play everything correctly. Still, <laughs> um, and then the third hour is usually spent working on things that I stuck at, like licks that I'm just like dog, just dog shit bad at. Like uh, I'm working on B O Y B right now. B O Y B. He is crap. Be that's how,
2: that's
3: how bad
1: I am at it. I can't even pronounce
3: bring, it. <laughs>
1: bring on your booze. Bring, <laughs> boy, bee. Bring on your
3: yeah. bums. <laughs> bring on your bums.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I'm working on that. And um, the latest evolution in my practice routine has been. Um, so, like, what I was doing for the longest time was practicing things I'm bad at, and I'd get to the point where i suck. On what? Like, I'd be practicing a lick, right? So, I'm like... What was the word you uh, used? Bad at? Bad at?
2: Huh? He said I was practicing on what?
3: Never I mind. mind. Never mind. Well, I'll, I'll
1: have <laughs> to listen back. I actually don't know what I said. <laughs> yeah, never mind. And I'll be... <laughs> oh, no. I'll be practicing something that I'm bad
3: at.
2: Oh, okay. Gotcha. Bad at. Yes. So, uh, I thought you said I would be practicing in beta, and I was like, holy shit,
3: yeah, you so got
2: beta this segmented into, like, so this is what I call my beta practice session, and then I yes, have yes. an alpha yes. practice session. <laughs> alpha, maternally, yes. Have
1: I mean, I lost, he already, like, he,
2: he
0: already like, has three practices. You're at three practices. I haven't heard this book yet. <laughs> well, so, We've seen so, a spreadsheet. But, I think that's pretty good. <laughs> We're close to the book. We're close it's to a book. the book. book.
1: Not a the spreadsheet, <laughs> yeah, right. The spreadsheet is just like my master everything where I put all of my scrambled thoughts. Like it has like my list of songs that I've learned. Like my master song list that I have in there right now that I like give to people sometimes is at what was that three hundred eighty six? Jesus Christ! Well, like I don't remember all of them. They're just like or uh, three hundred thirty six. Like songs you, songs you can that play I, fully. Songs that I have, have played. Have played fully. At some point. Mine's like three
3: point so, eight five. Like only surprised. three point eight five list. songs?
1: Come on. You should do it. Make a list. Make a list and like see like see what you know. It's kind of fun. I spent like an hour not practicing doing that. Um
3: <laughs> It's great. So like, Well yeah, when anyway. do we get to guitar? Alec,
0: Alec, you gave us like the exact reason why not to make a list it yeah, doesn't matter <laughs> it's great yeah no, okay. you good. know what it's, it's not gonna matter because you're gonna have to play the song that they're gonna ask you to play if you're doing <laughs> what you're doing this so is it like doesn't matter what song is, i already
2: i watched this like youtube video that was like a john Petrucci <laughs> dvd from the 90s that's super famous and i was like you know what i'll take a stab at this shit and like the first 20 minutes <laughs> i it, he didn't even have like a guitar and he's just like He's doing hand massages, and he's, like, doing the, like, and I was like, oh, this is a fucking ripoff. But then the minute he gets a guitar, the first thing, was, so the first thing was just, like, holding it, and I was like, okay, when is this going to pick up? And, like, already two minutes in, it gets so hard, and I was like, oh, man, all that buildup was, like, I guess, like, necessary. Like, <laughs> <'Cause laughs> hey, crap.
3: Because I was it like, was like when primer. does this
2: actually happen? And then I was like, oh, shit, okay, no, there's some... Crazy shit in here. I should have enjoyed the Excel part while
1: I could <laughs>
2: before I get to the
1: actual guitar part because I won't know how to do it. So I'll get to I'll get to my journal for your sake because like, yes. I have so much more like useful information that I could give you <laughs> or useless, useless. Well, we have later. to pay for it. <laughs> like the information makes perfect sense to me, but you guys are probably like, "What?" You no, you're like-
0: telling the story. Like I understand the trajectory is that all of this. <laughs> Yeah,
1: but
0: do you think
2: I'm crazy now? <laughs> Based on the data that I have entered into my Excel, I've got a forecast model built out to see what rifts I could learn. <laughs> <laughs> like, <are> I- we-
1: <laughs> and that's how I plan my monthly... <laughs> yeah, I got issues. Right, no, so, man, it's just
2: more so, wow, just wow, like... Wow. I'm, I'm <laughs> just like, wow, that's, that's a lot of dedication I
0: don't have. Probably you, you're like, insert midi file. Yeah. And Zach is like, <laughs> insert complete fucking software. From you out of gotta play. use VLOOKUP. And-
1: yeah, I
3: know. <laughs> <laughs> no one has used Excel to do so much. I Zach's got
2: like, uh, somehow he's made like a graphical <laughs> thing in Excel
1: tabs. With like, he just
2: yeah. like
3: enters yes. them. Yeah. Zach's first uh, sponsorship
1: is going to be Excel. Zach's yeah. Calm down. I'm down. <laughs> Okay. So, so the last like probably two months i started doing this i will write down this is a page i ripped out of my little journal but this is things i want to do this week okay mm-hmm. and can you read us, or is it backwards
3: it's backwards no, no it's so. forward sorry
1: i'm forward, okay. so like let's see QA testing
2: for Excel spreadsheet. QA Wi-Fi testing, password. logarithm. So, <laughs>
1: so, so have, scary this, week, this week, I have three sections that I'm working on. So my three hour-long segments, right? Yeah. Out to each section. So the top one is the priority section. So these are things that I'm like, crap, I really need to get this done. Next week, my probably solo is going to be in the priority
3: because
1: oh, <laughs> <Okay. laughs> I'm so far behind on it. Um, so this had... I had run my Great Scott step list because I had a Great Scott show this week, and I had to remember how to play all the songs. Uh, what else do I got in here? This was the... Okay, sorry. This is the important part. So this section is alternate picking. So I have Anastasia here, and... I've been pretty much setting, like, really obtainable goals every week. So, like, I had, like, kind of figured out, like, where my limit was with the Anastasia riff. It was, like, when I first learned it, like, 90 to 100. So, I was like, okay, next week, I want to be able to play it at 110 beats per minute, which is the actual tempo of it. And by play it, I mean I want to be able to get through it. It doesn't have to be, like, perfect. but I want to be able to survive it. And not have it sound like total anus. So I achieved that last week. So this week I'm like, all right, I'm gonna try to go up to 110 beats per minute, which is like, okay, wow, it's only 10 beats per minute. But like when you're at your limit and it's like those 10 beats per minute, mm-hmm. like that's a really big jump, at least for me.
3: No, so it, it's I'm, a big jump. Yeah.
1: So like and like I'm only putting in like 15 minutes to work on this song. To try to get to that, like, push to that tempo. And I have found at least, like, writing out what you want to achieve every week helps. It doesn't You don't always get it, but it definitely has helped. Like, it just kind of organizes your brain <laughs> to, like, actually, I don't even know how to describe it. You just have to do it.
2: You manifest manage- right no, no goals.
1: Like, like, what?
2: You manifest your goals.
1: I manifest my goals. Yeah, that's totally what I'm doing. Yeah, no, that's totally it. I should,
2: um, be, I should be your, like, writer for this book. I can I can write about it. True. I can't achieve yes. half of these things, but I can write about it. <laughs> life I'll exactly be the narrator. With
1: Prabhu. And okay. Kanem.
2: Kanem is the narrator. is <laughs> Zach, Zach yeah. is the IT guy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: the Excel specialist. Um, okay, well, very last thing I want to say about practicing that I discovered that has been working very well in the past Mm, probably two months also is treating your guitar hands like muscles. So considering things like recovery and hydration, like when you're, when your body is like operating on all facets, like all, like I probably sound insane. That's fine.
0: When. No, you when don't, we, you don't no, it definitely at that point though. It's like, Hey guys, you want to play guitar? Drink water. Yeah. <laughs> No, I was going like, to mention
2: hydration after this, and like, I'm glad you mentioned that, because that's, like, a huge revelation for me.
1: It's things that you don't really, like, you don't, like,
2: you, I don't like, why, why would I have water? to think
1: about drinking water? But it's, like, there have been days, and, like, I never consciously realized it until recently, where I'm, like, crap, I didn't drink any water, and I just suck at guitar today. And, I'm like, maybe that's why. Because my Blaming hands are water. like, what a
0: cop-out
1: it's like
3: spongebob and like my hands are like that's what i was just gonna
2: say i was like i realized i like had a moment where i was like i've been chronically dehydrated i think most my life and like uh i noticed why
0: does my urine always smell like asparagus (laughs)
2: it's not supposed to be blood orange like what the hell is this? yeah It's, it's like
0: the blood orange moon rises.
2: Yeah.
3: <laughs> yes. <laughs>
2: the, uh, my, ha- I noticed that yesterday with my, uh, when I was practicing and my hands, uh, or then when it's cold, like, and my hands get dried out and stuff, like, I, I put on lotion, but then I was like, oh, my God, I- I've been practicing, like, some finger-picking stuff because we're playing at a wedding, and I was like, oh, my God, I'm, like, slipping everywhere. But, like, the hydration thing, it, like, it changes even just, like, my comfort because that was something that, like, I noticed with playing live, I always felt dehydrated, and, and or even when practicing with other people. And like, one this is the, probably the weirdest thing, but like before shows in college, like one of my rituals was to shave like my beard because it hydrated my face, and like it, it, I felt so much better when I would shave and then play guitar because I felt like not this. Dried out, like grape or whatever. <laughs> I, I or like a raisin. Like I, <clears throat> the the you've definitely noticed a difference in how like
1: limber, like your
2: fingers are. It's it's weird.
1: I've even like noticed it. Like like there's days where I'm like, I'm like so good at guitar. Like I'm like doing things that I've never done before. I'm like and like for two hours straight. I'm like, wow. How did like why am I playing so well right now? like, you're playing so fast, like, so much faster than you normally play, and, you're like, that was, this was, like, the best day ever, and then you go, like, you don't sleep well or something, or you Mm -hmm. don't drink water, and you wake up the next day, and you're, like, I can't even play, like, at my normal speeds, Mm -hmm. like, I really suck today, and, like, trying to consciously figure out, like, causes for things, like, has also, like, I've noticed, like, I've been starting to be able to figure out why I suck at guitar on specific days, and, like, The things that help me play better on other days.
2: I definitely noticed that too with even like weight loss, like um, uh, and mostly with standing up and playing. Because like uh, during COVID, I've I've lost um, I've shed some pounds, and like it's actually helped me play when I stand up or or I feel like lighter. I feel that like I have more energy to play the guitar versus before. Um, and then even, I mean, that helps with the cuts of the guitar and stuff too. But like, um, yeah, little things like that. It's weird how it like, I think that's why too, finding a guitar that like feels right in your hands is important too. Cause like, so yeah. I notice I practice very different on like a, my Ernie ball versus my SG versus all the other stuff. Cause it's like conducive to different playing. So then like in, under different circumstances, I'm more likely to practice
1: a certain... Thing. Also so also like treating your guitar hands, like it goes with guitar hands being like muscles and stuff. Like so sleep is important, like recovery, but also I've found that when I'm practice something, like I'm trying to get out of like my speed boundaries or like my speed barriers, barriers, like to push to become faster at things. I would spend like if I was practicing something for 15 or 20 minutes, I would spend 20 minutes just like trying to play it like over and over and over again, like just constantly on a loop and like my hands would be exhausted and like it wouldn't be productive. But I found that Mm -hmm. I will now, when I'm trying to get faster or something, I will get to my breaking point. I'll play it like twice until I start to feel a little bit of fatigue. And I literally put my pick down and I just don't touch the guitar for a minute. And then when I go to pick up, like I can start breaking through that speed barrier a lot easier.
2: That's huge because like, I think we had talked about it uh, before um, and you were telling me about that and I, that's something I want to start doing. And I think it, for me, uh, I don't know if you've ever got to the point where you're practicing something on loop so much that, you know, when you say a word like...
0: Oh, oh words, it just sounds weird. It weird.
2: Or you stare at the same thing. Like I'll get to that where, especially when it's, there was one riff I think it's called No More Hollywood Endings. It's this band Haley showed me, but it goes like...
3: Or, or,
2: it's something like that. Something, It's a lot of weird jumping and that kind of stuff. And like, I remember practicing that on loop. And then I was like, where are my hands? Like, after a point, I'm just like, I, I feel like I'm like, like, everything's just jumbled and lost. And I think the best thing at that point is just like, don't touch it, just leave it. Go for a walk, like take the dog out. Come back, then like take a deep breath and do it. Because otherwise, it's just like it's because it's a mental thing too. It's like you're you're trying to learn something subconscious, or you're trying to build muscle memory. And like I feel like there is that fatigue that comes along with that. And I that's why I find it easier to write my own stuff that's hard rather than playing someone else's thing that's hard because I don't have to put in that. Muscle memory learning in some way
1: but makes sense.
0: Yeah, yeah, I definitely feel like the the playing something I repeat can like make something like sound very odd. You like start to overthink it. And you start to think like, um, does it sound right? Or do certain things sound right? Is it? Is, I sometimes get into the idea of like, oh, does this sound like too muddy? And it's like I'm playing it on a clean guitar on my rhythm pickup, like how could it sound, or even on my travel, pick, how could this sound muddy? Like I'm overthinking it. Like, does it sound good? Does it found, sound fine? Are you happy with it?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um. So yeah. I, but like, I, I've been, you know, working on like my practice routine and I, I find it interesting because I feel like there's parts both of, of yours, Zach, and yours probably like your practice routines that I kind of try to stay true to where I, I like, I don't do three hours. I try to do at least fifteen minutes every day, um, and, and so I try to do at least fifteen minutes because I don't. Ha- I'm not right now. I'm not doing like the the, the work that you uh, have to do. You don't have to produce your. I don't have to produce my results the same way you where the same way you do, uh, Zach. Where you have to play a gig. So, um, but with that, it's important. Like the intention part of it is something I've always done. So I, I kind of split up my intention into what I'm actually practicing into what is this for? Is it going to be for recording or is it going to be for um, playing a gig? Right. And I think those are the only two real categories. A lot of my practice goes into. Um, Sometimes it will be a little bit of like trying to fine tune my skills, but that sort of fine tuning of just like my skills I typically try to put that in my warm-up. The The two things that I do for a warm-up before I actually play is either learn something, and normally what I'm learning is probably something very simple, normally just chords to a song that I like, and maybe just singing along to it a little bit, and then, and, and sometimes it's a lick, or it's a riff, or something. That is what I will do to, for my warm-up. And, um, or I will do, like, a rudimentary warm-up. Like, I mean, I just did a video <coughs> where I was doing, um, my, uh, not mine, but just arpeggios. I, I do a lot of arpeggio. I have a full arpeggio thing where I go A minor, G, A minor, and then go up and down and just really work it. But the arpeggio goes from you know your low E string to your high E string. Uh, wow. I just do that. I do that uh, a couple places. I really try to use a metronome with it um, because I feel like. Um, Over the years, I never really used a metronome while I practiced. And I think that's made like the biggest difference in my playing or can make the biggest difference in anyone's playing. Is really like, let me just play this a metronome. I'm going to have to play it with a drummer. I'm going to have to play it against something anyways. Um, Chords are great to play against, but I really have to click into like a band playing at some point. So why don't I just build that into my practice? So the metronome has been the biggest thing, uh, I think, recently. But really, it's just down to um after the warm-up it's really down to is this for performing or is this for a, uh, um recording and the reason why i kind of put that in a different category than maybe just picking up the play because there's a plenty of times where i just pick up the play i mean i just pick up the play and i do that quite often just because I, I like having my guitars out do that quite often that just to it's kind of just like scratching an itch it's not really providing anything And I think that's where I separate just picking up the play from a practice where a practice has an intention. Um, Even writing, like I don't consider any time I'm writing as a practice um, because I'm just kind of, that's kind of just picking through something and trying to develop something. That's a little bit different. I'm not truly trying to hone it in. I'm not trying to play on time. I'm not trying to do great chord changes. I'm not trying to do anything. I'm just trying to like express myself, find an idea here. So those two things are different. Um, from actual practice for me and gig practice normally ends up being here's my set lists and normally I, I will try to set aside time um, for a, a gig practice where I'm doing that a couple different times so the different times I kind of equate it to is I, I do one just before the gig like not right before but like a, a, typically the day before the gig I try to set aside time where I by myself am practicing. I uh, the day before like the dress rehearsal of the band, I try to set aside time where I am practicing the full set list by myself, including I do normally do improvised solos, so including making sure I'm working on those improvised solos, um, not to have like a solid idea down, but maybe have some ideas that I want to use, as well as making sure it's coming off clean, as clean as possible, and not like really messy. Um, so those are the things I kind of do to. Organize myself for a gig, a gig practice. Those, those are the kind of things I do um, for that. And then recording practice is a lot more. Um, that's where I really get into, like using the metronome. Is for this section, how fast am I playing it? And I do kind of what you do, Zach. Um, but I kind of think about like, um, like percent BPM. So like, am I playing at one hundred percent, ninety percent, one hundred ten percent? I guess I don't really think in percent because I just kind of. My goal always is to play like 10 bpm faster than the song. Um some songs were like I actually need to pay attention to that. Other songs is like if I'm just doing chord strum I don't really need to think about <laughs> bpm and going 10 faster cuz there's a lot more feel to that where the precision really is in the chord changes and not really the strumming pattern in itself. Um so th- i will do a lot of b p m practice when it comes to to a song um but really I kind of divided up my practice into like two to three minutes of a of a warm up with a metronome increasing the speed on something or just kinda of trying to learn something real quick like a um some chords or a quick lick and trying to do if it's a lick it'll probably be like b p m practice like i'm um, using a metronome and then if it's if it's chords obviously i'm just kind of just warming up my hand and then after that it's really just trying to keep with a metronome for like the recording stuff. But that, that's just kind of how I, I, I use practice, but I, I know for me it's developed over time. And ever since you showed your notebook, one of the things I had to break down and think about more is about during these times, how am I practicing? What am I practicing for? I'm not practicing for gigs right now. Cause that's just not what I'm trying to be involved with right now. Um, So a lot of my practice ends up being recording-based. So the only thing I do different is I don't necessarily set out a week in advance my practice for that day or for that week, like the things I'm going to focus on. I just leave a blank checkbox and a blank line, and I have multiple of these in a row for for the week. I can either mark an X in the checkbox and write what I did, or I can put a zero next to it. So by the end of the week, I can take a look and be like, okay, did, w- I'm saying I want to finish this song. I want to do these recordings, right? Did I do something for my recording process in general? I'm just checking to see if I did or didn't. And then what did I specifically do? And if I'm seeing I'm repeating too much stuff, like, oh, I keep on playing like a rhythm part against a metronome and getting fast at that. If I have been, if I've been doing that a lot and I'm good at it, scale back on that try to focus on a different part of that song or try to start focusing on another song for for the practice leave it for the recording to actually get it done so that, that's kind of how i've i kind of i saw your your process of writing something down and really try to like develop that hopefully into my own way that works i've only been doing it for like the last week but i thought that was like really encouraging and i'm happy you shared that right any last things on uh practice or anything like that That's it. All the words of wisdom. Cons-
2: consistency. Consistency. And, that and does and go a long way. Consistency, consistency
1: and intent, work smart, not more. Work <laughs> smart <laughs> and hard. <laughs> well, I th-
2: working hard, but I think working smart over working more. To me personally,
0: yeah, is more valuable. Agreed. And with that, Mister Ragunathan, please play us Probably away. Nothing, dog. Raghunathan Well, thank you for that nothing. Is it me ain't for nothing nothing. place away
2: And they floated off into the air
0: Be Halloween. <laughs> Beautiful, Beautiful. Yeah, right.
2: that was very
3: Halloween-like.
0: Oh. Thank you, friends. <laughs>